BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. No matter how much you harvest and give away, thank you. They're all they because they don't really have like a season. Mm-hmm. They just keep producing mm-hmm. all all year round. Right. <laughs> Somebody came over and they're like, uh, "I don't want to take too many." I was like, "Do you see the tree? And do you see all the little green <laughs> balls still on the tree that are coming in now? Please take a million. <laughs> so, yeah, as many as you yeah. can." Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fanatics. I am Claire Kramer, and I am here with my lovely and beautiful co-host, David Magadoff. Hi, David. Ah, shucks. Hi, Claire. How are you today on this beautiful, for us, it's a Tuesday, just FYI. You know, I am fantastic. Uh, How are you doing, David? I'm doing pretty great. As you know, there is a tiny Magadoff uh, cooking in the wife's tum-tum, and this is pretty exciting for us. This is very exciting. David's having a baby. Are you, do you want to reveal the gender, David? It's a little lady. Oh, girls are the best. and I Girls are the best. Say that because I am a girl. So yeah. I can affirmatively say girls are the best. Well, congratulations. I'm excited to meet the little Magadoff. We have a few yes. more months. But I'm a uh, you know about her, that's for sure. You know, I, I, don't I will even be. Know her yet. You will. You will. The time will come quickly, and then you will have a long time before you, you know, you even want to be away from her. I imagine. But anyway, today on Fanatics, we actually have another guest other than David's almost baby. Uh, <laughs> We're going to welcome Keston John to the show today. You guys know Keston. He played Daryl James on the CW's In the Dark. He's in the new Avatar movies, The Good Place, Brotherhood. And he's just a general, you know, awesome, all-around awesome guy. David, you're friends with him, right? You've known him forever? I've known him for a real long time. He's such a sweetheart. He has a little girl, too. Mm-hmm. He says such cute things about her that got me so excited. And we'll, we'll get to all that. But... Keston, not only is he going to talk about his love of plants today, what? We'll get to that in a sec. But I used to run an improv company called Monkey Butler many moons ago, and he met his now wife doing that. All of you who know the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram 2, as is Claire, and us Enneagram 2s love love, and it warms my heart knowing that uh, the two of them met through something that I had something to do with. And that's, well, you know, I believe that me, like after you set up 
three marriages, you get, you solidify your place in heaven. So I guess oh. this is your way of like, you know, rectifying all those evil, horrible things you do in your personal life. I do terrible things. I, I'm just kidding, David. You're like the no, sweetest guy ever. Oh, no, no I, you don't know. I, I let my cat eat a, eat a mouse the other day in, in full. So I was like, is that a bad thing or is that just well, nature? Well, that's nature. But, that's okay, nature. Okay. You know, that's the, the circle of life as they circle say in the life. Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They sing it. Even. You know, um, I mean, if Zimba says it, must be true. So hold on, Claire. At my wedding, two people got together and also got married. So I'm just one away. Wait. Two people or two or four people? Two couples. Two, no, uh, two. a man and a woman. Okay. In this instance. Uh, one was a bartender. Okay. And then a girl who was our guest. They met at our wedding and then since have gotten married. So I'm I'm one away from my You're ticket to heaven. Is there. this what it is? You're, the the clock is you know at around seven o'clock. If you use that as a as a pie, the pizza maker, the pizza's on its way out of the restaurant to your house. One more marriage Ooh. and you're in. Yes. All right. Anyway. Let's get back to Keston. <laughs> Keston loves plants, and I learned a lot in this episode. So let's go ahead and give it a listen. Plant yourself and open those ears. Enjoy. Sprout your mind. Mm. Have you ever thought about planting a pomegranate tree, Keston? Yes. Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, pomegranate is probably the next one. If I can find some some yard to do it in, that's, that's yes. Yeah. <laughs> can I give you a heads up, though? What? what? The heads up is... You will look at a fairly barren tree for half of the year, but it will produce one of the most expensive fruits to buy in the supermarket. See, there's a correlation. You know, there's a positive and a negative. Yeah, and and they're very difficult to harvest. But if you like turn them over and you tap them, you you know, tons of tons of pomegranate. No, I think you're right. My wife loves pomegranate. Ready. Trust me, I'm. That's the next one. <laughs> right. Okay, I have a pomegranate tree, so I can I can help you out here, Keston. Okay. I can give you some seeds to work with. But today, obviously, we're talking about your fanaticism for plants. Yeah. Okay, give us the overview. How do you define your love for plants? What does that encapsulate? My Instagram is mostly plant accounts. It's like. There's like Planty, there's like Planty Club, there's uh, a bunch of different plant Instagrams that I follow. And I'm like, they all make reels and they dance with their plants and they do like TikTok versions of things with their plants and talk about watering and overwatering. And yeah, so all the things that you would see on normal Instagram, it happens with the plants. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean they dance with their plants? Can you define that for, for me? I mean, you just, you know, you're, you're you know that song that's like, my I don't. <laughs> there's a song that's like, my money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. Uh -huh. So people take their plants and they're like dancing with it and like cleaning it. There's cleaning days, you know, you have to have your regiment with, you know, you got to make sure the leaves aren't dusty. You got to, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. You got to have your right. Wait, what? I'm okay. <laughs> you just blew my mind because <laughs> I'm not even sure I dust my house. So <laughs> dusting a plant, that's like very dialed in for me. Okay. Keston, how many plants do you have? What is, what's the interior and exterior okay. of your own home like? So indoors I have right now 15 plants and I'm looking wow. at two more there's a couple like um, allocations that I want to get, and my wife's like, "Where are we gonna put those?" Uh, and then out are those big plants? An allocation? 
they can be big. Like I have uh, one called an African mask and it's pretty small, but then I have like elephant ears. You know what elephant ears? It looks like an elephant ear. That one's... Is that the fiddle leaf fig? No, no. That fiddle leaf fig is different. I have that too. Uh, Me too. Yeah, yeah. So that one, that one's growing pretty big. And I was really bummed when I got back from Canada for six months because people were supposed to be watering it, but there was like over water in it. Oh, you can't trust yeah. anybody. Oh, uh, no, yourself. no, you really That's have the worst to think about <laughs> But yeah, 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 there's a whole, there's a whole thing. So okay, indoors, so 15, probably 15, 15 to 16 yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah, and I'm planning two more. And then walk me out. What's uh, happening out, outside? Outside, I have two avocados uh, that I'm growing. My wife got me, she's like, going to let me do another varietal because most people only know like the avocado that you get in the grocery store. They're like, I have Charwell avocado growing outside. That's a, that's a Hawaiian avocado. It's supposed to be so good. I have reed avocado. They're big, like, like softballs. And so that's growing outside. Uh, we have grapefruit tree. I take care of all these. I like every day I like go and I walk and I talk and my daughter talks to them and she's like, grow lemons. Uh, <laughs> cause there's a lemon tree. We have a lemon tree. We have a, a Meyer lemon tree outside. It's super sweet. And so that one hasn't had a huge harvest. So, you know, working on that. Uh, what else did I say? Orange. We have orange. And then outside of that, I mean, I still take care of like all my hedges. I was like hedge. Uh, and then I'm really obsessed about the grass too. Uh, I was pretty bummed because like my sprinklers in the back stopped working and I'm like, no, my grass is dying. Like grass. Oh, I mean, it's no. all plants. It's all like. It, happen, it happens fast in California yes. too. Like you miss, you miss that sprinkle window for a couple of days. You know, we're only supposed to water twice a week right now yeah. anyway. And that does not happen. It's brown. Yeah. Almost instantaneous. Yeah. So I'll be replanting that soon. Kestin, <laughs> yeah. what was the origin story of the plants? What was plant? Zero. Who's patient zero? I don't know. In here, uh, in my house, probably, probably the fiddle leaf. It's like sort of like the 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 beautiful like green sort of plant that. But I also grow like I have. I mean, I didn't tell you guys. I I grow avocado from seeds, so I have, I have probably five or six seedlings out back, just like small to much bigger. You know, <laughs> like um, that I that I've you, just. Are you selling them? No, 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 no. no. It's 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 just to like I'm this close to buying an avocado seedling from you because you're 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 waxing <laughs> so poetic gift it about to you. it. See, Sharing is caring. You don't really you don't <laughs> see, I'll pay for it. <laughs> you don't really want to buy a seedling because like I mean you may not you may never get fruit. It's like fifteen Aww. to twenty years. It's just a fun hobby. Like I have oh. them growing as some of them I'm growing them up so they can be houseplants. Like it's a beautiful plant. Wow. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did this start, Keston? Yes, did, how did you get yeah. into like plants? I don't know. I think it's oh, just like dear. something to care for, something to love, like something to uh I mean I have I have a cat that I inherited through marriage and <laughs> I, I love our cat Lady Jane, but I mean I wouldn't choose a cat. Like for me it'd be plants or a dog or something. Like I just love taking care of them. I'm like, okay. Too much water. I put my finger in the soil. Okay, no, uh, top two inches is still still a little moist. Let's not let's not overwater. Like I'm just obsessed with uh, taking care of them. I think that's where it started. And honestly, like when I'm outside and I'm like in that, it just I feel at peace. That's that's really what it is. Like I can be outside just like picking grapefruit. We have a grapefruit with 200 grapefruit still on it right now. And I did a massive pick at Fourth of July, and we call neighbors. And I don't know, like fruit you can eat like that's so awesome 
And like when uh when the when the avocados grow up, like we're gonna have like hundreds of avocados. Of course, we'll have a massive tree in our front yard that I'll have to figure out how to trim. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> two hundred grapefruit. There's two hundred grapefruit I, on the tree. That right sounds now. like the tree will fall down because grapefruits are so heavy. I'm like, that's a heck of a tree. I know. I, so, yeah, I have a grapefruit tree. also, and it is like no matter how much you harvest and give away, thank you. They're all they because they don't really have like a season. Mm-hmm. They just keep producing mm-hmm. all all year. Round. Right. Somebody came over and they're like, uh, I don't want to take too many. I was like, do you see the tree? And do you see all the little green <laughs> balls still on the tree that are coming in now? Please take a million. <laughs> so, yeah. As many as you yeah. can. Yeah. So do you prefer tending to indoor versus exterior plants? Mm. Or what is, like, how does that process differentiate for you? So indoor plants, I think, are a little bit more finicky because... A lot of indoor plants are supposed to be in whatever region they're supposed to be in. So like, you know, for instance, the uh, Monstera um, and the Alocasias, they're all like South American sort of. They're supposed to be like people put humidifiers near them and you know what I mean? To get that humidity level. So I prefer, honestly, uh, I don't know, you get to dawdle a little bit more over indoor plants. Like I spray them every day, like mist their leaves because I don't do... The uh, humidifier, just because I don't, don't want to run up electricity over a plant. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'll spray it every day. So I spray it like once or twice a day. We, Me and my daughter, we go around and we spray all the plants. And then, you know, you have your cleaning schedule. So those gloves that people use to like sort of, you know, clean themselves or whatever, you use it to like wipe the leaves to make sure they're getting the appropriate amount of sunlight because dust gets on the leaves. And so then you got to, you know, so you got to do that, uh, put fertilizer in their water, you know, it's it's little things like that. And then you got to cut. It's it's it hurts, but that helps them grow. That is that <laughs> is the most difficult concept for me. <laughs> the shearing and the cutting. Oh, trust yes. me. Yes. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. How do you deal with that like emotionally? Because you're cutting what you love. I know. It's, do you have a journal? Do you have a cry rag? Uh, it hurts so much. <laughs> it hurts so much. Uh, but you know what? I feel like. The, the way that I get around it is like if you cut below the node, you can regrow that as a cutting. So y- you propagate. Yeah, you can propagate it. Exactly. You can use some other growing medium to 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 sort of sphagnum moss or whatever you're going to use to sort of make it a new plant. So that's like uh, you're creating a new plant. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Do you give plants as a gift to other people? I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. But do you people... feel like you're foisting your passion on other folks? Or do you think 
they appreciate it because they know it's coming from you, the plant man. I think, I think, I think sometimes they appreciate it and sometimes they're like, you gave me this burden. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, I, you know, it depends on if they love plants too or not, but I try and like get them excited. Like I always give fruit plants. Everybody loves fruit. People want to grow a fruit tree. You know what I mean? So um, I like I have friends who just moved into a house. So I brought them an orange tree and as opposed to like something else. Like I just went to Home Depot and I like, you know, whatever. Home Depot gets their their uh, trees from good nurseries, by the way. This At least this one by, by me. So I went to Home My Depot. My fiddle leaf from Home Depot has been rocking for five years. See? See? Do you cut it, David? I don't, but I think if I showed you a photo, you would be very impressed. Nice. I have learned the key to the fiddle leaf is once a week I water mm-hmm. it and I rotate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to you rotate, rotate your plants. Rotate it just a couple of just a couple of degrees, yeah. not a lot, <laughs> yeah. but you have to rotate. Yeah, it. No. someone taught me that, and it's like the happiest the happiest tree. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Also, if things. you get some scissors, you can like sort of scrape off a little bark. It's a way of. Uh, Without cutting, it's a way of trying to create new branches. So you just scrape off a little bark. You scrape off a little bark. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's it's worth a shot. I mean, you're not you're not harming the plant by doing so, but yeah, yeah. I'm learning. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I should with you here today. (laughs) Yeah. Now, have you ever gone to someone's house, given them an orange tree, and then like, hey, I'm going to come visit. And like, you're really not visiting them. You're just visiting the tree. (laughs) Well, it's the worst when you do that and the plant's almost dead and you're like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Like I tried, I gave my mom an avocado and then where we're from in Grenada, uh, there's a type of uh, mango called the julie. There's different kinds of mangoes. There's different, I mean, there's probably millions of varieties of different, you know, uh, mangoes and avocado, whatever. So I gave her a Brogdon avocado, which is a Florida avocado. There's different, you know, realms that they're from. So Mexican avocado, that's the one that is more creamy and more like has that oil content. But then obviously you get the watery avocados and um, those are not my favorite, but those are more South American avocados. So yeah, anyway, so I gave my mom these two plants and I gave her this guide that was like, this is how you plant it and blah, blah. blah. She's like, boy, I plant many plants in my life, you know, whatever, you know? <laughs> and so <laughs> I go back and it's like got grass around it. Grass steals nutrients. So you need to create like room around the plant so that it has room to do its thing. But they were dead. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were dead. More dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What, how, how is your feeling with plants that flower, you know, roses, or I have a real tough time with orchids. So I'm curious, like, how does a plant that doesn't flower or fruit differ from, you know, like a plant that's basically like a visual plant, not an edible plant? So I'm, I love those, especially, especially if they're like California natives, because then they bring the butterflies and the bees and then they do more mm-hmm. for my edible plants. But honestly, like, I feel like my my, my grandfather always be, used to be like, a plant has to have purpose. It's like if it doesn't have food or whatever. I don't believe that. I sort of think if it's, if it, as long as it's like a, like I have bamboo out front in my house and that's going because it doesn't do anything. It just grows everywhere. And that's not my bamboo everywhere. and I. <laughs> Just are in a daily fight. Ate the bamboo. It's going. It's a relentless plant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't love all plants. They have to have some sort of like purpose, food, or 
beauty or you know i mean i guess the bamboo is beautiful but i just i it it's it's it, it's invasive <laughs> Keston, when you're out of town or on a trip oh. and lacy your wife is home with the mm-hmm. with the children is she like ah fuck me now i have to take care of all <laughs> all of his plants or is she like no i love it i'm fine because you probably have such a schedule and such yeah, yeah, a yeah. routine yeah yeah so when I'm out of town, the plants definitely uh, don't get as much love. But I send, I, I leave and send instructions like, hey, did, did you do this? Did you do that? No, she's definitely like, damn it. <laughs> like I have to, <laughs> she doesn't want to take care of those plants. Like it's not her thing. Like even when I was the other day, I was like, oh, I want to get this. Um, There's this plant called, uh, it's, uh, I can't exactly remember what it's called. It doesn't matter. It's got the longest leaves queenium and king king something anyway one's one they're both the similar plants but they're like just slightly different ones like called queen and one's called king anyway i want to get one for like the room and because i love their long leaves but people take care of these plants for like you know one leaf can take you like a year to grow like there it's not a fast growing plant so one of my um one of my one of my monsteros that i bought I went into a shop and they were like $1,200. And I literally, wow. I texted my wife. Oh yeah. It gets expensive. <laughs> I texted my wife. I was like, question mark, please. And she's like, no. And so, so I went on Etsy and I ordered a Monstera Albo from, I forget exactly where, but somewhere overseas and it got here and it was in beautiful condition and had four leaves and it was only like $300. I <laughs> I know that sounds like a lot for a plant, but go on Etsy right now and look up Monstera Albo. Like you could, there are twenty five thousand dollar plants on on Etsy. So was this was this one of the plants that you discovered following like the plant yes, hashtags? Yes. And what are the plant hashtags? Uh, I need to know. <laughs> I mean, I'm look. By the way, I'm looking at this plant. It is a very. <laughs> if you're going to spend three hundred to twelve hundred dollars on a plant, it is a beautiful leaf. It is like white yeah. and green. Yeah. And like yeah. you know what? I look at plants. I don't know how you feel, Keston. I look at plants sometimes and I think I think that is enough to believe in God. Yeah. Like I'm not being silly. Like I feel like the design of just all the thousands and thousands of plants and the way that it's like some leaves just look literally painted. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, there's got to be like some design behind this. I don't know what it is, you know, put your own spin on the religion. But like yeah. that, that gets me oh. like a leaf, like that leaf that you just bought. I get it. A thousand percent. People buy just the leaf, the leaf with the, the with just a few strands hoping to propagate. Like, yeah, I love the way like, I mean, that's another thing that the houseplants, I love the way they look. So like I have that one, I have one called Pink Princess and that one is like, it's pink leaves and the variegation, that's what the white or the pink is, is variegation. That's what they call it. So that is, that part of the plant can't create chlorophyll. So it's actually like, I guess sort of bad not to have, (laughs) to have more variegation, but that's what people want. People want the leaf to be all white, knowing that like a half white leaf or that white part of it's not. You know, helping the plant grow. So yeah, no. Um, yeah, but wow. I, but the I, pink one's beautiful. Yeah, 
pink pink princess is like we have you, it on our you table. mentioned your grandfather saying like yeah. a plant has to have purpose yeah. which i i love and i'm picturing him in my <laughs> head saying that to like a little you yeah. like i agree what was your history with you know is he the one who sort of got you into i think it's a learned skill yeah. like what what you're doing with plants yeah. i don't have it so i'm curious like how did you grow up what how did this all begin so i would say yeah if i have to think about it like he like when i would go to grenada and spend time with him. He, they, my, my, my grandmother and my uh, grandfather. They have tons of land in Grenada, and so they plant nutmeg, sive, and thyme. They, I mean, they have. They were so big that they're selling to stores, you know, and in that kind of that kind of realm. And they had people picking for them and things like that. So, like, yeah, I mean, that following him around and getting in his little like Land Rover and whatever, and just like going to the different picks or whatever that that probably had something to do with my love for all of it um yeah my 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 grandmother even she loves she really loves i mean loves i don't know if she loves it in the same way i do it was more of like a this is a way to make money but (laughs) but uh (laughs) that's a lot yeah 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 that's probably probably where it came from and and how has passing this along to your daughter Ben, oh. is she into it also? Yes. Yeah. She's, she's like, oh, love that. she's like, can I please, she, she wants to water with me and she overwaters and then, then it's way too wet. So I, what I did is I got her a little plant for her room and it's actually doing really well for a plant that gets barely like, you know, cause like, I don't know. She just keeps that little, we keep that little blind closed cause in the, in the, uh, in the afternoon, like the sun is blazing and that. That portion, of course, at night, it's not getting any light. But I looked at the uh, the other day and I was like, for a plant that doesn't get as much light as the rest of the plants, like it's doing really well. And so she'll pour a little water into it. She, yeah, she, she, she loves it. She loves it. And she follows me around. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Like, it's pretty cool. That's really Her sweet. learning how to care and love for plants. Like, yeah, yeah. So when a plant dies, is this like a learning lesson for her sometimes, even if it's just your plant? It's not her fault, right. but like, you're like, oh, what happened to that plant? Is it, does she get sad or do, are you, are you much sadder? Oh, I'm, I'm much sadder than she is. I mean, I, I guess <laughs> like she has some, uh, we planted strawberries together and so she's got strawberries out back and, and she's got little flowers in between. And over the weekend we went to kids' birthday parties. We did a bunch of different things that and you, it was super hot over the weekend and I just didn't, I didn't water and you know, she, she's not going to water. And so she's three and so she's, she's almost four. So yeah, it, 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 when I came back, they were not dead, but like wilting and like some of the berries had pretty much like started to, you know, get burned and whatever. And I was just like, oh man, they, you know, they're, they're burned. And she's like, it's okay. They still taste good. You know what I mean? She's just like so optimistic about it. And I was just like, but it's, it's wilting and dying. <laughs> she's, she's rubbing your back. Yeah. 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 She's like, they still she's taste like, good. It's like, do they? <laughs> so yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's good. All right, Keston. So I, th- we're at the point where I love to get into the why. So this is where I put okay. like my little like pop, you know, psychology hat 101 on and go, because I'm a, I'm a plant lover too. Uh-huh. And I, I think my plants grow really nicely. You are a real plant person. I'll show like, you some at the end if you, if you want. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, take a t- give us a tour. Yeah, 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 we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll share online yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you were your own therapist on this, mm. 
Why do you think, if you had to dig a little bit, we don't have to go mm. like, I don't want you, you know, if you cry, we're here for you. Don't worry. It's all good. <laughs> We've had people cry on the podcast before, actually. Yeah. Why do you think you love, because you're saying taking care of, there are people who hate taking care of things, right. who, let alone a, a cat or a plant, like the last thing they want to take care of right. is a plant. But you're like, I love it. Yeah. Is there something deep, deep, deep down that says maybe you wanted to be taken care of? as a kid or I don't know what would you think I don't know like I I would say the only thing I can think is like in in the industry that that we're in like you're it's very difficult to necessarily like have control over something from the beginning to the end of its completion and so when you grow a plant even from seed or you know uh plant a little you know, you can, a little plant, you can see that you, the, what you're putting into it is, is, is actually like having a direct effect to this plant. And it's now growing because of your love, because of your, because of you, you know, holding off on watering and saying, okay, well, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a, there's a direct one-to-one, whereas there's not a direct one-to-one with a lot of things in life, especially what we do, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, I've I've put together this many auditions. It doesn't matter. You may book zero of those. And the one that you don't care about that you're like, whatever, that's the one you're going to book. So maybe, (laughs) maybe it's just a little bit of control. Maybe it's just a little bit of like being able to control that element of my world. Because in the morning when I wake up, I'll make a little breakfast and then I go walk. I do my rounds, you know, uh, checking on leaves, you know. And I mean, everything from like, oh, the avocado. A lot of people don't know avocado. They need a lot of light, but they burn easily. So you got to give them. I put a little uh, uh, like this powder in water and give them like basically sunblock. (laughs) Because in the wild, they grow under canopies of bigger avocado trees. Anyway, long story short, it's, I have my rounds. I do, you know, I do everything for the plants, put, give them a little bit of nutrients if they needed. They're turning a little yellow, you know? So it's just like that ability to care for something from start to end. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. Claire and I definitely relate to that as in this industry is like exactly what you put in is not always what you get out. And I I would argue in in the positive way, I think it's probably the way you're talking about Mm. it it feels less control Mm. because there are people I think who could speak to control on it. Mm. I think for you, it's less control and more exactly that, what you were saying. Like, I'm going to put in this amount of love and I'm actually going to receive Mm and see yeah. that amount of love return because you are so confident in a good way yeah. and know how to care for these things. Yeah. What a blessing you get to get back from these yeah. things. Less the, less about control. Actually, I think you, I think it's more like, hey, you know, cause and effect. Yeah. I'm going to do this yeah. and I know I'm going to get that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be pleased at the outcome. That tree looks happy, right? I, yeah. I, nothing is... I, Trees look happy. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's you know the tree's happy. It's a living thing. Yeah. So you are everybody wins. Green You're happy. Leaves, your family fruit. looks yeah. at a tree. Your friend comes over and says, "What a nice." Tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You give neighbors fruit. Like everybody that comes over gets grapefruit, oranges. Like oh, those are the best oranges. I'm like oh yeah, we're all out. <laughs> There's no more on the tree. You got to wait for the next harvest, December. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it's I think it's just a 
uh, an ability to to put love in and get love back out in in a different way and also to like i don't know like i want to plant there's a piece of there's a piece i don't really have much grass left that isn't covered by big trees so <laughs> and to, so that uh, uh but there's a fruit called a fuerte i mean it's basically it's an avocado but it's supposed to be one of the most delicious avocados and i'm actually really excited about planting it because sometimes they're they're they don't do a harvest every year so you're like oh will i get harvest will i you know whereas the the a varietals of avocado they typically harvest every year you're you know anyway so yeah i'm i'm probably gonna plant that on a piece of land on a piece of strip, you know, the strip of grass between the sidewalk. I'm just yes. going to plant that there. Yes. I'm playing going to plant that yes. there. And who cares? Like, it's just grass right now anyway. So I'm, I'm going to plant that there. It's yours. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you don't get any money for it, but but Los Angeles City loves to say that's yours to take care exactly. of. Exactly. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> and then maybe I'll, I'll, I'll run some irrigation to it so it doesn't die. <laughs> I'm curious, have you visited uh, Sequoia National Forest and like General Sherman and these massive sequoia trees? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, that's a big one. That and what, what is that? What like for me, that is such a humbling experience yes. to stand amongst those, you know, trees that have been around for so, so long. Humongous. How did you feel when you went into the forest? Oh, man, just just being able to, like, walk and see a tree that is bigger than car, way bigger than a, an automobile. Like, that's, I don't know, small, but, like, also, like, wow. Like, it's it's a wondrous place. Like, absolutely wondrous. I mean, um, I think what you're, what I'm feeling is, like, I like to just be in nature. Like, being there, like, I remember we had done this really long bike ride, Got and then <laughs> taken, got got an Uber lift because we were like, this is too too difficult of a bike ride. <laughs> and got an Uber to get there, and then we were just like, this is this is this is so worth it. This is so worth it. So yeah. All right, Keston. My last question for you before we do this beautiful love letter mm-hmm. is: Has anyone given you a plant, and you're like, mm. oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let me think let me think no no one honestly i take plants like this like thank you so much uh for a while there it was like everybody who was leaving california that was like oh here give it to the plant guy you know like give me, <laughs> okay, giving me nice. plants uh no i mean i i often just take plants or give plants no 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 one's giving me a plant that was like uh i do have a kind of a my <laughs> my wife she was a little annoyed with me when we were in Canada, obviously, because I didn't have any of my plants. So I was like, well, I'm just going to buy some. And so Monstera is very expensive there because it's not, I mean, it's Canada. It's like it, what what would be like a $15 plant is now like $45 for this little tiny guy, you know? <laughs> so I bought all these plants and I told her, well, I'm just going to give them to the owner when we leave because he's so nice. Like he's he's so nice. And uh, we're leaving, and I'm like, yeah, I'm taking these. (laughs) (laughs) He's not getting them. So I put them in my suitcase, and some in a bag. And and so I get to customs, and they're like, do you have anything to report? And I was like, no. He's like, I see leaves sticking Ah! out of this (laughs) this, Ah! this handbag. And he's like, you do have something to report. Do you have anything else in your bag? So I was like, yeah, I have all these plants that I bought, but like, it's fine. Cause, and they were like, no, 
So I took them <laughs> oh, and they confiscated no, them. They confiscated them. So I should have given them to the owner. So I just hope that security guard or, or he's not a security guard. He's like an official like customs <laughs> officer. I just hope that he's taking care of my plants because I was like, please take care of them. <laughs> like <laughs> The nicest TSA break room in all of Toronto. Right. <laughs> Is that one? <laughs> They're like, right? wow, your plants are here. so great. You're uh, like, thank you. Uh, I confiscated them, right. but I'm, I've become a plant daddy. Oh, um, gosh. Keston, this has been an absolute joy and a treasure, much like yourself. Oh, Can you thanks please for having regale me. us with a love letter to that which you love? Dear plants, thank you so much for filling me up with love that I get to share back with you and... Thank you uh, to my wife who lets me enjoy in the love of those plants and brings even more in and hopefully crossing fingers, I'll get to bring in a few more. We're a good pair, me and you plants. So thank you. Signing off, Keston, with love. Beautiful. I love it. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So I mentioned it briefly in the intro, but I said, you know, it was so sweet that Keston walks around his house and his yard with his daughter and they do the rounds together and she's three years old. And I started immediately thinking about, about, about my unborn daughter and what sweet moments that can be for me and her i hope she enjoys it uh, because i i too have a large yard and a number of plants inside that i very much am thoughtful i don't have as many as keston but those that i have i am very thoughtful about them and i do get the compliment on the occasion from a friend or two saying wow your plants look really nice and that does mean a lot to me so i, I really relate to that and what a sweet thing to do with your kiddo. Do you do these little sweet things like that at different ages with all of your, your I mean, children, Claire? <laughs> yes. I've never really been, David, how do I say it, a plant person. I have one ginormous jade plant in, on my Ooh. front porch because people are like, are that's nice. the money plant. And I'm like, I need to like, I water that shit. It is taken care of, that jade plant. And it's <laughs> like... It's like the size of, you know, I'm putting a beach ball, like I'm putting my arms together and that's how big the plan is. It's nice and big because I want a lot of, I want that much money. <laughs> you know? They're huge. But, I have a couple. Yeah, they can grow. In terms of like, no, I, I basically have to yell at my kids to water the plants nowadays. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a sweet thing, but I do have sweet memories of that age, two, three, four, before they become fully humans that rebel. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I do remember watering plants with them. So yes, well, I have a lot of like fruit plants or trees. I was thinking I have on my yard, I have a lemon tree. I have a fig tree. I'm going around this way. So I have a lemon tree. I have a fig tree. I have a pomegranate tree. I have a giant grapefruit tree. Wow. I have a tangelo tree and an apple tree. You have a farm. I do. This is a farm. And I love it. This is what I love about Southern California. Like, I love the fact that, you know, we do, we have all these, all these great, you know, fruits grown on the, I planted an avocado tree. It did not take, it died. You have a very vegetarian diet for the apocalypse. Right. Yes, I'm good. You're, yeah, you're good. <laughs> uh, what's so sweet, too, is, uh, and Claire, I'm curious your thoughts, you know, when us actors travel, and he's been doing, you know, he just finished up the final season of CW's In the Dark, which was such a hit for them and such a great gig for him, and he shot all of that in Canada. Are you someone who likes to spruce up a place when you're traveling? We bought a couple of plants when we were doing Boston Dexter time last year. And it is an interesting thing to buy the plant because it does feel like a real, like a commitment (laughs) because you're like, at the end, what do I do with this? Just like he, he had that, but it is such a, it also makes it a home. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts are when I'm traveling, I want zero responsibilities. (laughs) So, So, you know, if I'm staying at a hotel, I'll throw the towel on the floor because in that moment, it's not my job to, to do the, hang the towel up and, you know, take it and wash it and launder it and make sure that towel is available for eight other people to use. So I'm good without responsibility when I'm traveling. However, I do like to have plants at my own home. And this episode in particular, Keston, you should know you have inspired me to take better care of my plants and my my trees and my grass even. Because grass is living too. I mean, that was kind of sad when he's like burning the grass. I'm like, oh, I, I hope I don't burn my grass. You know, sounds bad. There's a lot of types of grass in the world. Some you can burn, and that's some a good you can burn. Thing. You know, we didn't even broach that topic because the you know the number one plant that people now like to grow in their home. obviously is the marijuana plant. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That seems like again a big commitment to me. <laughs> that's when we have to get Doug Benson back for that episode. Yeah, about growing. We need to know about that. <laughs> He's going to be like, can we just talk about musicals again? Uh, Speaking of, we're mentioning the Doug Benson episode where he talks about getting high and going to musicals. And he's been to like 500 musicals. That's crazy. But what a wonderful episode that you can listen to, as well as all of our wonderful episodes, uh, of which we have many, guys. Many, many, many. And please enjoy, like, subscribe, five stars, all the things. Share with a friend. Share with a frenemy. Maybe that frenemy will turn into a friend. Or maybe it'll push them into pure enemy territory. Uh, Either way... It'll change your relationship. Uh, But our relationship is always going to be the same. We love you. Claire and I love each other. And thanks for listening. Bye. And before we let you guys go, let me tell you about a super special action-packed next week's episode. What? We're beginning a brand new campaign series, March Along the Waters. I don't know what we call this. I'm just very excited. It's Star Trek Lower Decks Season 3 A-Thon with Fanatics. We're having every cast member come on, or pretty much every cast member. I think we got them all. We're figuring it out as we go along. It's going to be a lot of them, guys. We got Noel Wells, 
You know her as Ensign Tendi on Star Trek Lower Decks. You also know her from season one of Master of None. I love that season. And of course, Saturday Night Live. Guys, she's coming on to talk about, well, her favorite thing, the Beatles. And then we have on most wonderful people coming on after that. We got Jerry O'Connell coming on, guys. It's going to be a very special time. We're going to do little intros, talking about the episodes, doing some recaps for you. I'm already excited. Goosebumps aplenty. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. I got 200 grapefruits on my tree. I got 200 grapefruits on my tree. I got 200 grapefruits on my tree. So help me eat them. I will, David. I will help you eat all of them.